great. I think today we might have a bit of a smaller session, but that's absolutely fine. Um, you know, we'd be grateful for everyone calling in. The idea is today we'd have like a more like community-based session, talking about some of our highlights. It can be highlights enough in of our conversation. I look through like hello, you know, some of the, Simon. The Welcome back, everybody. Thanks uh, for joining so us to all of our listeners. And we can also talk about well, you know, Simon, any of the highlights we have in the battery sector. I mean, what's happened even just the last week, I feel, was all of these different you know acquisitions and new developments. I think there's been lots of interesting updates. We can oh, go over them as well. Very proper we summer here the, in the New York. It is just yesterday, so there might be a few things that come from that as well. But and also, also hot and to hear from today you, is sunny, you know, how, but how I've heard that side, August is what I should really or, prepare you know, for mentally. Yeah, that's a bit of the plan for today. I find myself often on the move Mariam, these days, so if right fate will have it my way Canada, at all, um, she's busy I'll get a break from that occupied, so summer so it's a, in New York it's busy day, it feels like it's in August, time, but time will tell. We'll see, but yeah. Showed up today and yeah, show I know, check back, check back on that. Do you have anything you want to add to it? Who knew? <laughs> what will the weather? If Chris can start because I have <laughs> oh, something man. at home. Well, I am coming at home in two uh, Some of that travel has involved some battery Perfect. conferences. Actually, for both of us. How funny! Um, yep, the conversation so, uh, with I mean, our good, so uh, crew on Clubhouse uh, yeah, was, you know, focused on the European actually, battery show. So, the, the um, please for, tell us what what were your highlights for that conversation? Because it sounds like it was an incredible time. Uh, wow. Battery Associates how, how folks got together. That's and really exciting. All, always. All list of them, um, maybe one day we'll be able to do that. LOL. Sort of the, the coverage that's being covered, you know, from a nice working uh, relationship. Second life um, through to battery safety, silicon anodes, hydrogen versus batteries. I mean, there's a wealth of sort of discussions that a lot of them have been there for, and a, a lot, right, so, sorry, some of them I haven't been. Uh, I think one of the key the key ones that I liked was one of the the recent ones, and that was the 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 quantum scape where we had uh, Tim home, uh, and you know, he, he covered quite quite a, a large area in such a short space of time. No, I can absolutely test this, Christopher. I think yeah, this was a really, really interesting one. Um, there's lots of facts and of insights which I really much enjoyed. I think it was quite nerdy. You know, we tend to do this at sometimes, but I think it was a very insightful session. And yeah, I was super grateful to him to share some of these great insights from from their side on you know of the development, um, also for the data side, etc., and also in solid state. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the data side was uh, I, I thought that he was quite open with some of the information uh, discussed, but it, it shows you how much the data is needed, and and how how much of a tool it is when you can take your data and sort of convert it into into knowledge and predict sort of how things are going to work out absolutely great mark maybe over to you is there any any thoughts you have any you know favorite highlights um, of the last sessions anything else you would like to add hello mark did we lose you no worries so maybe let me jump in here until you come back mark and I very much agree with you. I think Christopher, the the one on solid state was very fascinating with Tim Home, but also really, for example, just looking back, right? Like last week we had one on, or like last month, not last week, we had on solid state batteries, uh, not on second life batteries, which I also found very fascinating. Sorry, Mario, maybe you can mute yourself. Thank you. Um, so we had a fascinating session, I think, also on second life, and especially talking about some of the numbers, because I think that's often, you know, something we overlook. You know, often there's like some concepts. We find all really fascinating, you know, Second Life, I think it's yes, a very interesting um, idea. 
but then benchmarks, we don't really look into the numbers and how it actually you know, works in the real world. So I think having these experts kind of like you know the people working on this right now, either from a startup perspective was, or from really OEM, etc., which um, is super valuable. So I really, really enjoyed that session as well. Dang, Another session, really I'm just looking back, you know, about the circular economy. <laughs> but uh, it was really, really you know, was the in the name minerals. Um, so the really focus was well. a lot more on the, the granular group. level of, of the insights there. literally like here's a session um, on nickel. You mentioned here's as well, a session like, on cobalt, silicon anodes, and lithium. Which was really uh, as well. Speaking of which, I know um, Mark attended one in Arizona that was focused on lithium specifically. This one was also interesting. We didn't have the same diversity in terms of like. You know, as far of a range, you know, like um, pharmaceuticals there. There were a few companies um, that, you know, who were kind of uh, networking and introducing themselves as, yes, we work on X. We don't really, this may not overtly seem so relevant to batteries, but this is what we're doing. Um, So we had a little bit of that, but a lot of suppliers... A lot of um, battery space, and I think focus on sourcing. Nice you know, I think one this, thing our, I think our clubhouse crew year. really drove home so was that there's a big emphasis on talent, and that did come up at the conference as well. Man, but I will say that I think our biggest takeaway was supply chain. Um, you know, just and I'm it's curious to yes, talk. I'm curious Simon. about this, right? Thank like, you. Yours was in home. Germany. Yeah. Um, As-
I mean, as we see post, now with Tesla Neo, and that, that uh, is the base different effect. And also, that was one of the highlights. I don't, I don't know if it's really big. That's <laughs> Hans, a good uh, few Peters. hundred people, four or five hundred. Also, another highlights uh, so, I love. Uh, fantastically done. It was and from the Just a bit ironic, I will end on this, this side, hydro, or wrap my point uh, up, that it was a UK organization hosting a conference on US gigafactories and Telling and us realizing oh, we need to figure a lot out. So that was just a bit funny. Whenever that, that did was, hit throughout uh, the asking if is it that uh, on the on the battery revolutions, it is it that uh, real or not? Oh yes, we know now that it's it's becoming real on, on that on the black mass that do you and also very important is chemistry diagnostic. Uh, we know also on that very important that uh, it comes with a scrap on the battery uh, manufacturing very very important because it's also one of the 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 the, the possibility for second life upon recycling then it came from faraday in uh, institution one one presentation that uh, the end of life and recycling and uh, explain very detail the second life and waste recycling and also ask for uh, all the audience this who is who is going to pay for recycling no and uh, that was uh, one one very interesting uh, because far from friday by the idea is uh, one year ago Yes, please do very, join very us. Needs to have um, regulation for governance of that. No, if you have now Share no this, regulation uh, podcast, from recycling and podcast, we're on Spotify. You, you, you have a, and, um, uh, would love to. Uh, would love any support good, that we can get. We know that we have gathered games, uh, a good number of people, and, no? but as we all know, that, the more you listen, the more you'll be curious about batteries, the more you'll want to learn, and so it really just lets people go and to and get very, these conversations going. Also, as we discussed in this session alone, it's not just uh, a battery it, uh, industry, it's very cross industry, intersectional, market. Band, the, uh, the, the second is the policies in the industrial uh, side, so battery supply chain, we're hoping that we the can mining refining, help push forward and the, the third is about all producing uh, area. with sustainability and low carbon and that, uh, uh, we'll uh, batteries and circularity. And we'll, no? we'll look forward to the three next time areas very, very important, very crucial. We know Julia Poliskanova also from Battery MBA, uh, this cohort. Then uh, it came also from Maggie and Charlie Parker, Maggie Teliska. Uh, explain that this uh, second Perfect. life well if you're listening keep an eye out and we hope you'll join us next time recycling. on clubhouse and later and, on, uh, on maggie explain how the uh, how uh, the lead acid <laughs> batteries uh, has in us a huge market from second uh, for recycling and this needs to be almost uh, to uh, with the same idea from from the le lithium ion then it came from battery scale up using aas from mariam awara uh, this that is very very important if you want to have a, a scaling that you have also the tools for characterization for a scale no? that's this spectroscopy spectroscopy impedance that uh, Pulsenic has, and also you need to to have for battery innovation these these tools. 
than very interest also was the day in July one year ago that the EU uh, uh, signed that after 2035 uh, no more ICS would uh, be uh, sales and that this was one year ago very very uh, important topic also for for the EU for us and after it came to the AI mobility uh, Munich uh, I remember one uh, because we were there all 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 the core from from us from Bati Associates and it was very interesting to see how all the OEMs are focusing on on the electromobility, but it was not EII mobility, but not only from uh, electromobility, but all the OEMs were focusing on that. No, uh, we see that and hype. And it came from the solid state battery uh, deep dives, as you mentioned also with Tilhome, but also our uh, white paper from from Battery Associates solid state battery that it, it came. What are the challenge on that, and when? Uh, what are the 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 aware? What are the challenge on the on the solid state battery? And for me, and it's the last. I also I love the Gil Pastana from Intersectional Innovation. Uh, explain how important is the uh, the support of diverse uh, people and contribute innovation technology and also support not uh, having har harassment, discrimination, and also uh, include somehow uh, the, that with a family in the, in the working group, you increase productivity. And that is, uh, that is uh, for real because it's like uh, many companies have, have seen that. We think also it's very, very important that. And, and okay, thank you for having I'll, uh, I'll jump in now because I was uh, biking down a mountain when he first uh, called to me, Simon. So my, um, my exciting highlights from the last year are both the uh, startups. I think that was sort of a way to interact with the, um, you know, what's coming up, some of the ideas and some of the um, new innovations that are going to potentially uh, come to the battery sector. And um, I really enjoyed that. And I also enjoyed the discussion of Second Life. It's the whole market um, is still in play, both from the, uh, the, the physical, you know, how, how do we get the battery? What do we pay for it? Do they pay us? Uh, what type of chemistries, LFP versus NMC, et cetera. But then of course the, um, the testing, you know, how to say, okay, is this, what is the state of this battery, state of health? How do we quantify that? You know, battery passport, of course, with the uh, the EU. It's a very interesting uh, discussion. And then, obviously, QuantumScape is a very exciting um, a company, and we'll see how it uh, scales their uh, technology. That's still a um, discussion. And, of course, hype. Hype is a big challenge because um, all these things happening in the battery space claim very strong make strong statements and um of course they have to they're trying to seek money in many cases they're trying to seek investors and and connections so they have to make strong statements and it's uh if you're not technically trained or understand those markets it's hard to discern fact from fiction 
or potentially fact or potentially fiction in that situation. So, um, yeah, I, it's been an exciting year. It's a nice way to learn in person live uh, rather than, you know, watching a recording of people in a very sort of, you know, if you go to a webinar, sometimes it's a very planned discussion where you already know what's going to happen. Um, I think the clubhouse allows more interaction and more uh, uncertainty, which is more exciting. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mark, and I agree. It's, it's always, you know, I definitely remember a couple of conversations where we had no idea where we were going to go. <laughs> and, and I think, but often that's, that has been quite fruitful and I think getting these different perspectives. Um, also, I think one thing, you know, for, from a personal perspective, I really enjoyed as well as, you know, having some amazing, you know, people joining as co-hosts. You know, I mean, you have been tremendous as well, all of you. And of course, I mentioned Bavia and Catherine and, and Mariam really stepping up there as well. Um, something else, of course, to have all those amazing people, you know, sharing the insights in these it's conversation starters. And I think this has been very beneficial as well. When I look back, I think all of the, the early sessions which you had was no topic. So it's like, let's talk about batteries. And we did, and I'm still amazed how this worked, you know. And I mean, even today, right? Like, we don't have a fixed topic in this regard. And, and I think there's always something interesting to talk about. But also having all these amazing, you know, conversation starters has been, I think, very beneficial as well over over the time. And yeah, I mean, this Clubhouse as well, you know, I think it, we definitely have seen its full hype, <laughs> I think, in, in um, I don't know, maybe about a year ago or so, when it felt like everyone was talking about it. And now it's, of course, much less much you know not that, that busy anymore um, as before but i think it still works well to record some of these sessions as well great i think also today we might do a bit of a shorter version but i think maybe we can just do um also talk a bit about you know some uh, what are some of the things we're still missing what are these topics we feel like we really have to talk about and we, we haven't gotten a chance to yet because essentially it would be really interesting to, to put these up as well and very good to have crystal here as well good to see you crystal very nice to have you. We we're just talking a bit about what are some of our highlights um, from past sessions. So if there's anything or any topic you really enjoyed or something you feel is still missing, we should talk about more about it. Christos, if you feel like sharing anything, feel free to meet yourself as well. And um, otherwise, you can also listen in however you prefer at this point in time. Yeah, thanks for including me in this discussion. Absolutely. Is there anything you want to share, Crystal? Like any, we just essentially, Mariano, so Mark and myself, we just spoke about some of our, you know, favorite topics, discussion we had in the last 50, because there's been 50 discussions now. Is there anything you would like to add to it? Or is there any, anything which stood out to you? I don't know. You know, I really like uh, the whole bit about recycling, battery recycling, repurposing, reusing. I have a pretty big interest in this. Um, especially now that I work for a floral polymer company, um, because it's interesting to see how potentially battery binders are going to play a role in battery recycling in the future. You know, how do we get those materials back out? So it's quite interesting. The recycling topic is, is pretty important to me. Absolutely. And it's good to have Mark with us. Absolute recycling expert here. Great. Is there any topic, Christopher, Mark, Mariano, Crystal, any topic you feel like we haven't really talked about much yet? Something we should talk about more in the future? On Clubhouse, uh, maybe 
the topic of all the minerals and all the new projects that are coming from the lithium, uh, also cobalt in Finland. Uh, there are many, many projects that are pop up uh, and very important for the mining sector and refining. And also, as we know, uh, it comes for, for the needs of this regional supply chain that we need now to fulfill with the EU regulation, but in general also in US that uh, it's very important, but maybe here on Clubhouse, uh, it was not that uh, hype uh, to, to we, we can do more and more with uh, thinking about the, the, the news uh, that are coming and invited maybe some new, uh, as you mentioned, startups uh, or not startups. It not, uh, needs only startups, but uh, thinking about these new projects that are coming. And okay, that's my idea, one idea. Thank you. I, I like your discussion, Mariano, about uh, minerals, where are they gonna come from? Because nobody's really uh, closed that gap. There's a lot of uh, all these gigafactories that are supposed to start in the next eight or nine years. And there's not enough minerals, assuming all the projects go online in mining, uh, even with site recycling added to, to meet those. And, Understand the technology, say direct lithium extraction. I know it's been discussed very briefly here in the clubhouse, if that's even viable, um, another discussion. And of course, um, even sustainability in mining. Um, for, the, for the time being, sustainability in mining might be an important part to, to meet supply chain and recycling, of course, on later years. But uh, I think it's an important topic we should discuss. Mariano or Christopher? Yeah, Mark. Uh, yeah, thank you. I, I am with you. Uh, we saw more than one year ago one from P3 Group explain uh, how many terawatts hours uh, are we now to building from battery manufacturing. And this all terawatts hour needs minerals. And we know that cathode footprint is very, very, it's, of course, it's very relevant for all, but battery passport also. And, and if you coming uh, all the minerals from everyone else, uh, every part of the world, then the carbon footprint is not uh, has perfect, it could be, and also with the regulation that it comes uh, in that needs to be uh, more the regional uh, in general. We know now that in manufacture, uh, excuse me, in Second Life, it's very, it's like say only, reg only reg regional, it's, it's the option to, to have uh, in, in Second Life because it's, uh, when you recite, when you have a second life, uh, in no half tenth k kilometers to come from one side to the world to the other side for for a second life, but f it's not that uh, understand. Uh, we we need to focus on on that mineral. I, I think it would be perfect to have several projects and to invite them to the to the uh, battery revolution to clubhouse. Thank you. Thanks for sharing, Mariano. Juhu, very good to see you. 
just talking about some of the t highlights from the past sessions or anything we feel like we should talk about, about more, maybe like more, you know, batteries in the Nordics, etc. Are you with us, Juhu? If not, that's no problem either. Maybe come back later. Crystal, is there anything you would like to, to, to add? I mean, I don't know if we really focused on any batteries for like, you know, extreme temperatures. I don't know. I missed a few uh, clubhouse rooms, but this is also, I guess, quite interesting. I'm just thinking, I think maybe we haven't spoken about it before. Um, do you have like any more kind of, you know, insights on like applications? I know, for example, for oil drilling, people trying to use batteries and these kind of things. Is this what you have in mind or like space or what kind of application would you have in mind with this kind of extreme temperatures, Crystal? Yeah, I'm, I really don't know like uh, what particular applications. I know for sure. Um, People are developing different electrolytes for, you know, to be able to withstand extreme temperatures. And I guess I'm just interested in seeing, you know, how is this niche market for batteries going to develop? Uh, I guess I, I, I really am not sure <laughs> what what the applications will be, but I think uh, the extreme battery, uh, I guess, operating conditions. Seems like it's going to gain a lot of momentum soon. Interesting. Yeah, thanks for sharing. I think this could also really go on maybe some of these startups, right? I think also what I hear from this conversation, I think it would be quite fun to try and invite maybe some more startups or other companies sharing, you know, what's their innovative approach in the battery world. And I think there's probably much more than we have explored so far. I feel we have covered quite a bit of ground from chemistries to um, data and like you know different applications but I'm sure there's much more out there as well yeah I mean I know here in the US there is uh, I guess a group of folks that come together to talk about uh, batteries operating in extreme environments um, and that's largely I guess facilitated by uh, applications in the military or space like you mentioned so this this will be an interesting uh, perspective moving forward, I think. Thank you, Crystal. Yeah, it was from Kateri Khan and Gigi Hong, uh, battery thermal management, but uh, to think about how could, how important is this battery thermal management and they explain his option, his solution. And uh, but yes, uh, thinking about chemistry, if maybe you are thinking more crystal about uh, which chemistry we want to use and uh, to to have uh, a high range of thermal uh, thermal function right, uh, with the thermal environmental. That's maybe you as a scientist could explain more if is it uh, if he could. But yes, thinking about the thermal. It's very, very irrelevant, as we know, because it came uh, from the life extension, the risk of fire, that we know it. And also uh, on that, this uh, very important, the, the heating and, and cooling battery. You know, not, not only cooling, also heating in somehow. Thank you.
Oh, Drew is yep. back. I was just looking yeah. for where Drew is. Drew, can you hear us now? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah. No, great, great. Uh, yes, I was uh, at the Battery 2030 Young Scientist uh, Conference uh, just this week. And the number one thing that came up was that uh, we have to more develop batteries in the direction that they are customizable, that we should really focus on the idea that one battery is not suitable for everything and we should really look at the first at the applications and then think uh, which kind of chemistry uh, which kind of battery uh, like more on, on energy side or the power side which kind of battery we should apply for that i think that was one of the highlights of the event and we will be providing the manifesto which probably will be available at some point in the future it will be very very interesting to see what, what comes out of that uh, on the, what I was trying to also say previously, there was the. Did you see the news about the BID buying like it was like three African lithium mines just to secure its own uh, lithium availability? Yes, ten years now of of lithium, Juho. Uh, this BID, yeah, very important, very relevant. Each of one needs to 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 come with that because if you want to secure. Uh, as, as we mentioned many, many times, the big players has uh, more the optional and maybe the startups, uh, it's not that easy to, to ensure that uh, together. Thank you. A great point, Juho. Canal, thanks for joining us. Is there something you would like to share? Hello, Simon. Yeah, um, thanks for joining, like adding me. I would, <clears throat> I had a question, I guess for Juho, about the different applications for the batteries and how how that would look, right? Because my idea, I thought, you know, you could have some type of modular system that you could scale depending on the you know regardless of the size application but it sounds like there's different chemistries and different variations and so i guess yeah that's, that'd be my question like what what, what would that uh diversity look like from technology side? I think one very easy answer is to say that uh, I think it's a waste to put lithium ion in station and storage. Uh, I think sodium ion, when it's developed a bit more, would be much, much better fit for that. Just because I think it's, uh, I think we should really try to save the lithium ion batteries for mobility applications where you actually need the uh, high energy density, the gravimetric gravimetric density density, and then use like these maybe cheaper alternatives, different alternatives for station and storages. The only reason that people are currently using uh, lithium-ion batteries in station and storage is that because that's the technology which is the most mature, and others have not been yet as well developed as lithium-ion is. And that's, that's the th thing that you can buy off the shelf, and that's why it's used so much in the station and storage. It's not actually because of the, it, that it would be the best for the station storage. So you're saying that right now the R&D for the other sectors haven't really developed as much due to the, the investments from all these decades in appliances and consumer products. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not, what I'm saying that lithium-ion batteries, like compared to other energy storage technologies, it's like much more mature, mature than the others are. Well, not compared to pumped hydro or anything, but comparing like to other battery technologies, like flow batteries or sodium-ion batteries or other metal-ion batteries. Well, I think because it's clear that we are going to have a rough time scaling up the lithium-ion batteries in the future. So that's why I think that diversifying the chemistry portfolio will be very important, just that the prices don't get out of the hand. Gotcha, that makes sense. But Juho, if I see the mass market and I see that your idea and very important idea is that application and uh, needs to focus in each one of let's say the vehicle or each one of of any one uh, function of of the batteries is not that easy for having the price down for for the the, the mass production no? if you have a, a machinery and a process and everyone not everyone but almost everyone uh, is doing the same and it's easy to come with uh, down the prices it uh, I, I don't explain now from the from the perspective of, of the minerals i say from the perspective of the pro producers of the of the of the flow of the process if you have a standardized process uh, then it's it it is uh, how easy to come down then it came with the start with one of the challenge that uh, i see and many times we have been spoken and that the trend is not coming down 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 the price is stable stabilizing the price but it's uh, with, as you mentioned, maybe with the application, more more focus on what you need. No, what are the products you you want to sell, and what are the batteries that you need for that product? No, but it's saying that this mass production uh, it came with the needs of standardized and doing the same uh, in many in many sites in many factories. Then you can because. It, then it's easy the supply chain uh, would be the same from one side to the other side then uh, it's 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 that but thank you for for having that yeah i actually completely agree that uh and that's that's why it has been so difficult for other chemistries to get get into business because we don't have the standards for manufacturing those but i think that's the one reason i'm currently so excited about sodium because in theory you could use the very similar gigafactory lines that we currently have in place for lithium the, the sodium batteries are exactly the same you just use different materials which of course brings some of the challenges in the manufacturing but still uh, it would be more than doable for the, with the, the current technology that we currently have in place and i think that's actually one of the things that could happen you were talking that there is not enough material for all these gigafactories in europe but what if some of them maybe pivot into sodium that because th those materials are much more abundant or, or something like that. I think that might really ha easily happen in the future. Some important th topics, and I think, I mean, the standardization, we, we're talking about this a lot at the moment, right? Standardization versus flexibility and things like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, retrofitting of like existing plants and things, and there's 
you know, often I feel there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, you know, devils in details, right? You have to kind of, um, you know, it depends a bit on, on some of your circumstances as well. If you can, you know, is it really dropping, you know, dropping chemistry? Is it that simple? Or there may be some other complication then of different drying, you know, behavior and like, you know, different current drink, whatever it might need it, right? So I think there's, there's like also interesting, um, you know, details to, to, to implement as well. But I think, yeah, because sodium iron is one of these topics, definitely I wouldn't, you know, haven't seen the revival as we're seeing right now, at least, um, you know, a little focus on it um, maybe two or three years ago. Maybe that's one thing we could also do, right? Like kind of maybe what are the things, you know, which surprised us maybe, which is now 50 session. I think this is probably one of years, a bit more, maybe almost two years. Um, so what surprised us in the battery world since then? Maybe something we, you know, we think might surprise us in the next two years or what could be something which would surprise us or maybe something we would expect so maybe we can go around the room this way and maybe Mariano I can put on you first what surprised you the last two years in the battery world uh, Simon last two years or future ideally both you start with past and then go into the future <laughs> okay okay then Okay, it surprised me this that we in this increasing of the manufacturing and the idea of everyone, every stage, every single uh, country wants to deal with the climate change and how is it deal? Uh, we know India 2050, and we, several several countries are, are are dealing with with that, and that's amazing. What we see that uh, two years ago it was not that hype uh, on on that. That's for me uh, the strength. Uh, it is coming from from the energy renewable energy sector and also the climate change and it becomes through the batteries but we the disalignment okay then what what next from for me the future uh yesterday uh, we came with a battery mba participant uh, with a lithium sulfur batteries well amazing that how much density multiply for four then also the prices come down from the, the the density and the 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 range of the temperature also very high from minus 30 to plus 60 this amazing it's not uh, from lighten from the californian but this could be one of the option the sodium ion Yes, it comes from CATL, hopefully, and others, but CATL is one of the pickers that are uh, push that. As uh, Juho mentioned, I think that it is one of the trends that uh, it could come uh, in the future, near future. And also solid state battery, why not? Uh, I think it's uh, many, many positive, uh, well, there are challenges in the manufacturing side, but uh, scaling uh, the solid state battery, but the positive that uh, we know now the, uh, that could become on the solid state battery are huge. And uh, from the charging times to the risk of fire, and many, many, many things that uh, solid state battery uh, are with uh, uh, could come that's for me in in the near future maybe not for the next two years but uh, for
for. But I see sustainability also very important topic now. Battery passport in the in the meantime, in these two next two years needs to to come with the battery passport. Also very relevant uh, in general. Hopefully, many many countries could also. Uh, come with uh, the same ideas uh, the battery passport uh, that is one one of the why no why because i am a consumer i, I want to know uh, that's one thing eh? why but as a consumer I, I i want to know how sustainable is the is the, is the battery eh? that's one thing the other thing that if you push that and you have uh, many OEMs and many battery manufacturers think about that, they would have a greenest supply chain uh, on that regard. Oh? Also with the traceability that it needs to be placed, with the due diligence and all the auditings in, in, in between. That for me is the new trend also for the next uh, two years. And this is coming also the EU regulation next two years, 2024. There are several topics that from recycling percentage, percentage of recycling also needs to be in place from the EU regulation. And uh, also in China, we see new regulations coming from Second Life and recycling, very important, very relevant now in place but uh, maybe in the next uh, years also more and hopefully us uh, we know now that there are coming a lot with the uh, stationary batteries with the grid because uh, the, the grid at the energy sector uh, we as a battery uh, Associates, we are with dealing with the Global Battery Alliance with this CO2 carbon footprint, and one of the most relevant uh, is the energy. Uh, if you have a green energy, then the CO2 carbon footprint is uh, low. And um, if you have not a green energy, then it's very high. No, it, it, it's a huge percentage of the carbon footprint, and this also great uh, green energy using uh, batteries and other uh, types of of energy storage. It's very important. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mariana, for quite a nice detailed answer. I think you already covered a lot. So is there anything else, you know, Christopher, you kind of would see in the next two years or in the past two years? Yeah, so I think looking back even further than sort of, you know, maybe two or th three years ago, we look at the at what the outlook was. So the 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 manufacturing side within Europe uh, and the lack of sort of manufacturing facilities now look and, and seeing the speed at which so many plans for sort of new gigafactories to, to come up just how quickly they've uh, sort of went from very little uh, to I think last time I counted those 30, 30 plus gigafactories in Europe alone I mean say, saying that speed's been phenomenal uh, I think as I, as I look to the future, it's seeing sort of those planned sites being transformed into producing sites and to see sort of, you know, which ones actually sort of fulfill to the, the ambitions they had. Will the ambitions, did the ambitions actually, maybe ambition is the wrong word, but the, 
seeing just how big these sort of new starters become. I mean, if we look at Tesla, I mean, Tesla is absolutely huge and nobody will argue that, that fact. And the, the disruption that it brought to the, the car manufacturers, looking to see what disruption we'll see sort of within the, 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 the battery manufacturers. Uh, you know, will we see solid state? You know, a couple of years ago, it was said 2025 couple of years time will we see these pilot factories will we see the commercialization uh you know there's i think there's there's lots to look for though i think we yeah outside of china the the you know the the environment's still sort of grown you know the 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 industry's still a long way to mature uh, and it's just to see how that how that journey goes thank you Thank you for sharing, Christopher. Mark, anything you'd like to add? If Mark's hey, um, right, yeah, a lot of exciting things have happened. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, a lot of exciting things have happened this year. Um, very surprised by the, um, the supply disruptions, of course, with the, the minerals, the nickel, the cobalt. And and this is exciting is that, you know, every, every, you know, board discussion, every uh, webinar discusses carbon footprint recycling. This wasn't something that was a big deal a few years ago. Uh, do they have great answers? Not necessarily, because these supply chains are still in flux. They don't, they may have answers, but they really don't understand how they're going to, you know, decarbonize their supply chain. Um, so I like that discussion. Um, I'm surprised by the um, manufacturing, Christopher Mitchell, this uh, happening very quickly, particularly in Europe. It's a little bit slower in the United States. Uh, there's been discussions, of course, planned adventures, but not as many uh, battery manufacturing facilities. And, you know, there's a lot of startups with battery technology and the truth is most of them are hype. I'm curious to see which ones actually scale, uh, including QuantumScape. They still haven't scaled. They've been around a dozen years or so. They still haven't been able to scale their, their invention. So that's, um, that's a curiosity for the future. What, what I'd like to see, particularly in the recycling front, is um, you know, actually look at technologies that recycle every part of the battery. There isn't really, no companies really looking that I've seen to, to say, recycle the electrolyte, recycle the binder, recycle the plastics. People have briefly mentioned, but it really is not happening. Um, and you know, the Biden administration grants have actually allocated money. Of course, my company is looking to, to do some of that. But um, that's, a, that's a curiosity. I'd like to see more attention to full battery recycling and decarbonized uh, low carbon footprint recycling technologies. Obviously, uh, pyro is not gonna stand in the battery um, directive because of the recycling percentages, you're not recycling the graphite, uh, you're not going to uh, get to say 65 or 70 percent in that. So, I'd like to see more discussion of say the graphite, binder, electrolyte, plastics um, discussed in that. Um, there isn't as much discussion about decarbonizing the battery manufacturing um, that I've seen. I know that's a more complicated, all the different. Um, parts of that line and um, 
merely just optimize it for manufacturing, much less decarbonizing it. Obviously, if it's electrified, it's easier, but uh, not always electrified from what I'm aware of. Maybe Christopher had some more thoughts on that, but um, I'd like to, to see more discussion of that in the future. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much for sharing, Mark. I think this was some really valuable points. Crystal, I'd like to go next. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, I'm coming from a from an academic world and then shifting over to the battery industry space. So I guess my perspective on the past is a little bit skewed, um, but I did not realize how, I guess, far behind the U.S. is in, um, you know, battery manufacturing and in the supply chain. So I know a lot of um, work is going into trying to beef up the supply chain in the U.S. for sure. And I don't think I fully um, understood that until I actually got into industry. Um, and then I guess in the future, you know, the battery space seems to be a very customer driven market because of so many battery chemistries that are out there. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, the market evolves over time with, you know, different customers, different, you know, startup companies, as Mark mentioned. Um, but I also think it'll be interesting to see how AI and other types of data analytic systems will be used to predict potentially new technologies and how they'll how they will perform in a variety of different uh, niche applications. So I think that's all I have to say. Great, thank you so much, Crystal. Juhu. Yeah, I, I think the coolest thing is that nobody thinks I'm a freak anymore when I say yeah, that I'm a battery scientist, that I'm interested in the batteries, like what has been happening in the last two years. When I, when, when I said it in 2017, everybody was like, why, what, why, why are you studying batteries? Now, now everybody seems to understand why, why they are so interesting. Uh, what I would like to see, I don't know if this is more of my utopia or actually going to happen, but I would like to see that uh, the local value chains for batteries would emerge and they would be like basically supported by the idea that uh, we put the just so big carbon tax for the, all the batteries coming out of the outside of EU, which would support the building of the local local value chains for batteries. I think that would be really nice to see because then you would lose energy like making stuff more move around and actually one of the things which was mentioned in, in the same conference that i was just in was that maybe we should uh, start to uh, like make the like lists of battery and when when batteries manufacturers the manufacturer should tell how many kilowatt hours of energy they they spend for each kilowatt hour batteries that they produce and that would be actually a really nice metric for comparing the batteries in the future but like just to see like uh, which uh, company can produce the uh, most kilowatt hours most efficiently which means that uh, they had they, then they must have a good process and then it could be in theory uh, using the less energy and be the less co2 intensive also thank you
I mean, this is a great point. I love also the, you know, the, the acceptance of battery, uh, you know, scientists and experts these days. And I mean, yeah, I think what you mentioned also is quite connected to the battery passport. Of course, something we're quite excited about seeing what's going to happen with that for the next two years. Canal, is there anything you would like to add to it? I would just, <clears throat> my biggest, uh, I haven't been in this space very long. My my most relevant experience was a potential opportunity to be a, the CTO of a battery storage startup here in Atlanta. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, I made a different direction for my career, but I'm still very interested in the space. I think uh, one of the the biggest thing is, yeah, seeing seeing the American imagination, how it was captured with electric vehicles, seeing that same enthusiasm, or at least uh, momentum being transferred to the other side of the market, whether it be, you know, solar storage or industrial applications, like that. So that's, that's really where I see a lot of a lot of the growth potential and still a long way to go it seems like but uh it's 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 also something that is a additional feature or even consulting practice that you can that you can add to the service so you are installing solar and boom now you have a a way of adding more value to the customer more resilience and, and things like that even even right now so i think i think um yeah right now it's like uh it's a big challenge because i, I currently work for georgia power and i mean i literally just started like two weeks ago just graduated university and everything and uh yeah they're a big institution they don't want to uh, they don't they don't want to give up their their customers like they don't you know they don't they don't have an incentive to allow people to be independent and uh free from free from their electric bill so uh these, these types of batteries are, are very much a threat to utility companies as well you know as well as solar, not not just batteries, but solar too. Like those those are the two big pieces, and and also like uh, a lot of it is very challenging because um, this infrastructure in the grid is has a lot of inertia. Like a lot of these a lot of these wiring and network systems that are above ground or underground are you know decades old, and in order to you know connect those to different microgrids, for instance, um, you know, it's, it's a really big challenge uh, that I'm looking to find solutions for you know, early in my career. And, and uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of potential though, uh, depending on, you know, what direction it takes. Thank you for sharing as well, Canal. I mean, I think that's, 
you know, I think that's a bit of the journey of everyone, right? I think going through, you know, seeing how the systems are changing and how, you know, how we fit into them. I think, yeah, batteries has been a really, I mean, also this, this, this room itself or this club revolution has been really fascinating, I think, for me personally as well for the last two years or so. And I think also the discussions and also just all the growth, I think, you know, I mean, it's, it's always, you know, easy to kind of forecast or not easy, but like it's possible to forecast and, you know, to look at statistics, etc. but also really see how many more people are getting involved. I think it's really fascinating for me also to see lots of people who, who joined this room and, you know, they're interested in batteries in the beginning and suddenly they actually work on batteries, um, you know, and I think that's, that's really, really exciting for me personally as well. Um, also the growth of LFP, I think was also been mentioned. I think that's really one of them. I was really fascinating over the last two years and materials and yeah, I think just the, you know the entire industry has been in, a, in a quite a strong growth period and interesting to see how this can develop for the next two years as well. Yeah, with this, I think we might kind of do a bit of a shorter one today, maybe one hour instead of one and a half. I think we all deserve a, a weekend and um, I know all of you are working very hard and a lot of us went to conferences recently so it's, it's good to get a bit of rest from this as well but yeah I just want to say a big big thank you for all the past 50 sessions with all of you it's been a tremendous um, experience and really really nice to also get to know each other that will be my absolute highlight of the last 50 sessions you know this fantastic group here everyone here is right now and everyone has been joining us in the past and might join us again in the future so really, really grateful for this beautiful community um, of all of your lovely better enthusiasts like we all are with this i wish you all a wonderful weekend thank you so much for for joining us today and sharing your insights and listening in if you listened on the podcast again you can find us under battery insiders on spotify apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast too and yeah next month we're looking forward to our usual programming having conversation starter and do it the the usual way but yeah, i just want to say a big thank you for all of you to share your reflections your thoughts and also some lots of good ideas i wrote down lots of them so really appreciate that so i think that gives us some great new topics for the upcoming sessions as well Thanks so much, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Yep. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Have a good Thanks. weekend. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you.